Shalom Alechem, peace be upon you and welcome back to the broadcast. Today we are looking at our Torah portion for this week. The Torah portion for this week is called Ekev. And it's really a portion about reward for obedience to God. And promises that God has made that he is going to keep, is what he's telling the Israelites, if they walk in the ways that he has instructed them to do. Let's look at the portion summary outline, which I'm going to be reading from TorahPortions.org. Here is what it says. The 46th reading from the Torah and the third reading from the book of Deuteronomy is named Ekev, a word from the first verse of the portion. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 12 says, Then it shall come about because, Ekev, you listen to these judgments and keep and do them, that the Lord God will keep with you his covenant and his loving kindness, which he swore to your fathers. Now, usually the word Ekev means heal. In fact, this word shares the same three-letter root as the name Jacob or Yaakov, whose name actually means heal. He was born holding onto Esau's heel. However, in Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 12, the word Ekev means on the heels of, or because of. This portion of Deuteronomy speaks of the reward that will come to Israel on the heels of keeping God's covenant and commandments. So that is what the portion is all about today. It's chapter 7, starting with verse 12 in the book of Deuteronomy, ending with verse 25 of chapter 11. All right, we're going to read from the King James Bible this morning. Lots to get through, and again, um, there's not going to be any need really for much commentary from me this morning. Uh, this is going to be just pretty much a reading, but I want you just to be taking it all in and thinking and, and dwelling on what God is saying. Now, obviously, this was given through Moses to the Israelites, and it's talking about them going into the land and how they will receive reward for bless and blessing for walking properly and a warning uh, of what could happen if they were to dare forget God. But I want us to also think about it in our own hearts and our own minds, in light of our own country, in light of our own people who, years past, used to honor the ways of God and, and God himself, and have now forgotten God and turned to idols, and have completely abandoned any sense of walking in obedience. And maybe we can see a glimpse of what's happening to us in the warnings that God was giving Israel about what would happen to them should they abandon his ways. All right, let's dig in. Chapter 7, verse 12, King James Bible this morning. Wherefore, it shall come to pass... If ye hearken to these judgments, and keep and do them, that the Lord thy God shall keep unto thee the covenant, and the mercy which he swore unto thy fathers. And he will 
love thee and bless thee and multiply thee, he will also bless the fruit of thy womb and the fruit of thy land, thy corn and thy wine and thine oil, the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep in the land which he sware unto thy fathers to give thee. Thou shalt be blessed above all people. There shall not be male or female barren among you or among your cattle. The Lord will take away from all sickness and will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt which thou knowest upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that hate thee. And thou shalt consume all the people which the Lord thy God shall deliver thee. Thine eyes shall have no pity upon them, neither shalt thou serve their gods, for that will be a snare unto thee. If thou shalt say in thine heart, These nations are more than I, how can I dispose them? Thou shalt not be afraid of them, but shalt well remember that the Lord thy God did unto Pharaoh and unto all of Egypt. The great temptations which thine eyes saw, and the signs, and the wonders, and the mighty hand, and the stretched out arm whereby the Lord thy God brought thee out, so shall the Lord thy God do unto all the people whom thou art afraid. Moreover, the Lord thy God will send the hornet among them until they are left, and hide themselves from thee, be destroyed. Thou shalt not be affrighted at them, for the Lord thy God is among you, a mighty God and terrible. And the Lord thy God will put out those nations before thee by little and little. Thou mayest not consume them at once, lest the beasts of the field increase upon thee. But the Lord thy God shall deliver them unto thee, and shall destroy them with a mighty destruction until they be destroyed. And he shall deliver their kings into thy hand, and thou shalt destroy their name from under heaven. There shall no man be able to stand before thee until thou have destroyed them. The graven images of their God shall ye burn with fire. Thou shalt not desire the silver or gold that is on them, nor take it unto thee, lest thou be snared therein, for it is an abomination to the Lord thy God. Neither shalt thou bring an abomination into thine house, lest thou be a cursed thing like it, but thou shalt utterly detest it, and thou shalt utterly abhor it, for it is a cursed thing. All the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness, to humble thee and to prove thee, to know that was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knowest not, neither did thy fathers know that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. Please note, there's a very famous quote, right? Jesus, you know, many of the things that Jesus says that are profound are not new or new concepts. He's not just like speaking off the cuff in most cases. And, you know, very often 
And if you don't know the Old Testament, you haven't studied the Torah, you won't know this. But very often, Jesus is just simply quoting Scripture. How many times have we heard this verse quoted, but coming from the New Testament, right? That man doth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. Interesting. Verse 4. Thy raiment wax not old upon thee, neither did thy foot swell these forty years. Thou shalt also consider in thine heart that as a man chases his son, so the Lord thy God chases thee. Therefore, thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains of depths, a spring out of the valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and promegannates and a land of oil, olive, and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. Thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. When thou hastest, when thou hast eaten and are full, then shalt, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day. Lest, when thou hast eaten and are full and hast built goodly houses and dwell therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied and all that thy hast is multiplied, then thy heart be lifted up and thou forget the Lord thy God which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led thee through the great and terrible wilderness wherein fi were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, where there was no water, who brought thee forth water out of the rock of flint, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, that the, he might prove thee to do thee good at thy latter end. And I'll say in thy heart, my power and my might of my hand hath gotten me this wealth. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto thy fathers, as it is this day. And it shall be that if thou do, that all forget the Lord thy God, and walk after other gods, and serve them, and worship them, I testify against you this day, thou shalt surely perish. As the nations which the Lord destroyeth before your face, so shall ye perish, because ye would not be obedient unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Please note, God is warning, hey, when you receive blessing because you obey me, and you get to the point where things are starting to multiply, right? You're, well, you're starting to increase in wealth, you're starting to have a better life, you're starting to get comfortable. Don't make the mistake that so many make of forgetting the Lord thy God is the one who made you wealthy or provided you those things. Open up your hearts, friends. Listen to what I'm saying. How many people do you know? And maybe you can even look in the mirror. At one point you were down and out 
maybe severe poverty, maybe life just seemed like there was no hope and you turned to God, right? This happens to so many people. You turn to God. You beg God for mercy and you begin to follow God and suddenly within a year or two or three, things have completely turned around over a period of years. And now you're comfortable and maybe you've got a good job and maybe things are going well and you start to forget the Lord. You start to forget your need for God and you start to make the mistake of thinking that it was you, right? Like you made all that happen. That's a very dangerous place to be. Because in the few verses before that, it talks about how just like a father chastens his son, so God chases us. And if we begin to forget God and to dare think with it that it was within ourselves, when you look around you and everything that God has provided for you, and you start to think that you're doing that, you're in a dangerous place. We must never forget who feeds us. Every good thing comes from God. And do not think, oh, now I'm good. You see, this is the problem that the lukewarm church makes in the book of Revelation, the last church, the church of Laodicea. They begin to think to themselves, I have everything. I have no need of anything. And they have no idea that they're actually poor, miserable, and wretched. It's exactly what is being described here. God is warning the Israelites, when you increase, when things multiply for you, don't forget God. Don't forget the Lord. Or danger will follow that. We've had great prosperity here in the United States. Even the poor have no idea how well, how well off they are compared to actual poverty in other places of the world. And as a nation, we've forgotten God. We have chased after idols. And we are currently reaping what we've sown, as is many nations around the world. All right, I said no commentary, but I was actually just going to read this. We got a lot more to get through, so... Let me be quiet and get back to it. We're ready for chapter 9, verse 1. Hear, O Israel, thou art to pass over Jordan this day, to go and possess the nations greater and mightier than thyself, cities great and fenced up to heaven, a people great and tall, the children of the Anakims, whom thou knowest and of whom thou hast heard, who can stand before the children of Anak, Understand therefore this day that the Lord thy God is he which goeth over before thee as a consuming fire. He shall destroy them and shall bring them down before thy face. So, so shalt thou drive them out and destroy them quickly as the Lord has said unto thee. Speak not thou in thine heart after that the Lord thy God has cast them out from before thee saying. For my righteousness the Lord hath brought me into possess this land, but for the wickedness of these nations the Lord doth drive them out from before thee. Please note, I just want to make one quick point. God is going to reiterate this a couple of times. He wants them to understand it's not because of their righteousness that he's giving them the land, because they've not been righteous. In fact, they've been a stiff-necked people. 
He's saying it's because of how wicked the people in the land are that he's giving it to them. So he was going to eradicate those people because they're so terrible and so wicked. It's not because of the righteousness of Israel. Verse 5. Not for thy righteousness or for thy uprightness of thine heart dost thou go to possess their land, but for the wickedness of these nations the Lord thy God does drive them out from before thee. And what he may perform, the word which the Lord swore unto your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Understand therefore that the Lord thy God giveth thee not this good land to possess it for thy righteousness, for thou art a stiff-necked people. Remember, and forget not, how thou provokest the Lord thy God to wrath in the wilderness, from the day that thou didst depart out of the land of Egypt until ye came into this place, ye have been rebellious against the Lord. Also, in Herub, ye provoked the Lord to wrath, so that the Lord was angry with you to have destroyed you. When I was gone up into the mount to receive the tablets of stone, even the tables of the covenant which the Lord made with you, then I abode there, abode there in the mount forty days and forty nights, and I neither did eat bread nor drink water. And the Lord delivered me two tablets of stones written with the finger of God. And on them was written according to all the words which the Lord spake with you in the mount, out of the midst of the fire in the day of the assembly. And it came to pass in the end of forty days and forty nights that the Lord gave me the two tablets of stone, even the tables of the covenant. And the Lord said unto me, Arise, get thee down quickly from hence, for thy people which thou hast brought forth out of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They are wickedly turned aside out of the way which I commanded them. They have made a molten image. Furthermore, the Lord spake unto me, saying, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Let me alone, that I may destroy them and blot out their names from under heaven. And I will make of thee a nation mightier and greater than they. So I turned, and I came down from the mountain, and the mount burned with fire, and the two, tab two tables of the covenant were in my two hands. And I looked, and behold, you had sinned against the Lord your God, and had made you a molten calf. You had turned aside quickly out of the way which the Lord had commanded you. And I took the two tables and cast them out of my two hands, and break them before your eyes. I fell down before the Lord, as at first forty days and forty nights, and I did neither eat bread nor drink water because of all your sins which ye sinned and doing wickedly in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. For I was afraid of the anger and hot displeasure wherewith the Lord was wroth against you to destroy you. But the Lord hearkened unto me at that time also. And the Lord was very angry with Aaron to have destroyed him, and I prayed for Aaron also at the same time. And I took your sins and the calf which you made, and burn it with fire, and stamped it, and ground it to very small, even until it was small as dust. And I cast the dust thereof into the brook that descended out of the mount. And at Terabah, and at Manasseh, and at Kibroth Havtavah, ye provoked the Lord to wrath. Likewise, when the Lord sent you from Kadesh Barnea, saying, Go up and possess the land which I have given you. Then ye rebelled against the commandment of the Lord your God, and ye believed him not, nor hearkened to his voice. Ye have been rebellious against the Lord from the day that I knew you. 
Thus I fell down before the Lord forty days and forty nights, and as I fell down at first, because the Lord had said he would destroy you. I prayed therefore unto the Lord, and said, O Lord God, destroy not thy people and thine inheritance which thou hast redeemed through thy greatness, which thou hast brought forth out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Remember thy servants Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Look not unto the stubbornness of this people, nor to their wickedness, nor to their sin. Lest the land whence thou broughtest out, broughtest us out say, Because the Lord was not able to bring them into the land which he promised him, and because he hated them, he brought them out to slay them in the wilderness. Yet they are thy people and thine inheritance, which thou broughtest out by thy mighty power and by thy stretched out arm. Chapter 10 At that time the Lord said unto me, Hew thee two tables of stone like unto the first, and come up unto me into the mount, and make them an ark of wood. And I will write on the tables, so the words that were in the first tables, which thou breakest, thou shalt put them in the ark. And I made an ark of shitten wood, and hewed two tables of stone like unto the first, and went up to the mount, having the ta two tables in mine hand. And he wrote on the tables according to the first writing, and the Ten Commandments, which the Lord spake unto you in the mount, out of the midst of the fire, and in the day of the assembly, and the Lord gave them unto me. And I turned myself, and came down from the mount, and put the tables in the ark which I had made. And there they be, as the Lord commanded me. And the children of Israel took their journey from Beroth to the children of Jachin to Moserah. There Aaron died, and there was he buried. And Eleazar his son ministered in the priest's office in his stead. From thence they journeyed unto Gudgatha, and from Gugada to Jathbath, a land of rivers of waters. At that time the Lord separated the tribe of Levi to bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, to stand before the Lord, to minister unto him, and to bless his name unto this day. Wherefore, Levi hath no part nor inheritance with his brethren. The Lord is his inheritance, according to the Lord thy God promised him. And I stayed in the mount according to the first time, forty days and forty nights, and the Lord hearkened unto me at that time also. And the Lord would not destroy thee. And the Lord said unto me, Arise, take thy journey before the people, that they may go in and possess the land which I swear unto their fathers to give unto them. And now, Israel, what doth the Lord thy God require of thee but to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul, to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes which I commanded thee this day for thy good? Behold, the heaven and the heaven of heavens is the Lord's thy God's, the earth also and all that therein is. Only the Lord had a delight in thy fathers to love him, and he chose their seed after them, even you above all people as it is this day. Circumcise therefore the foreskin of your heart, and be no more stiff-necked. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, a great God, a mighty and terrible, which regardeth not persons nor taketh reward. He doth execute judgment of the fathers and the widow. He loveth the stranger in giving him food and raiment. Love ye therefore the stranger, for ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God. 
him shalt thou serve, and to him shalt thou cleave, and swear by his name. He is thy praise, and he is thy God, and he that hath done for thee these great and terrible things which thine eyes have seen. Thy fathers went down into Egypt with threescore and ten persons, and now the Lord thy God hath made thee as the stars of heaven for multitude. Chapter 11 Therefore thou shalt love the Lord thy God, and keep his charge and his statutes and his judgments and his commandments alway. And know ye this day, for I speak not with your children which have not known, and which have not seen the chastisement of the Lord your God, his greatness, his mighty hand, and his stretched out arm, and his miracles, and his acts which he did in the midst of Egypt unto Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, unto all this land. And what he did unto the army of Egypt, and to their, their horses, and to their chariots, and how he made the water of the Red Sea to overflow them, as they pursued after you, and how the Lord hath destroyed them unto this day. And what he did unto you in the wilderness, until you came into this place, and what he did unto Dathan, and to Abram, and the sons of Eliab, and the sons of Reuben, how the earth opened up her mouth and swallowed them up, and their households, and their tents, and all the substances that was in their possessions in the midst of all of Israel. But your eyes have seen all the great acts of the Lord which he did. Therefore shall ye keep all the commandments which I command you this day, that ye may be strong, and go in and possess the land. Whether ye go to possess it, and that ye may prolong your days in the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers to give unto them, to their seed, a land that floweth with milk and honey. For the land whither thou goest in to possess it is not as the land of Egypt, from whence ye came out, where thou sowedest thy seed, and waterest it with thy foot as a garden of herbs. But the land whither you go to possess it is a land of hills and valleys, and drinketh water of the rain of heaven, and a land which the Lord thy God careth for. The eyes of the Lord thy God are always upon it from the beginning of the year even unto the end of the year. And it shall come to pass, if you shall hearken delightly unto my commandments, which I command you this day, to love the Lord your God, and to serve him with all your heart, and with all your soul, that I will give you the rain of your land in due season, the first rain and the latter rain, that thou mayest gather in thy corn and thy wine and thy oil, and I will send grass in the fields for the cattle, and that thou mayest eat and be full. Take heed to yourselves that your heart not be deceived, and ye turn aside and serve other gods and worship them, and then the Lord's wrath be kindled against you, and he shut up the heaven and that there be no rain, and that the land yield not her fruit, and lest ye perish quickly from off the good land which the Lord giveth you. Therefore shall ye lay up these my words in your heart and in your soul, and bind them for a sign upon your hand, that thou mayest be as the frontlets between your eyes. And ye shall teach them your children, speaking of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And I shall write them upon the doorpost of thine house and upon thy gates, that your days may be multiplied in the days of your children in the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth. For if you shall diligently keep all these commandments, which I command you 
to do them, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to cleave unto him, then will the Lord drive out all these nations from before you, and you shall possess greater nations and mightier than yourselves. Every place wherein the soles of your feet shall tread shall be yours, from the wilderness to Le Lebanon, from the river to the river Euphrates, even unto the uttermost sea shall your coast be. There shall no man be able to stand before you, for the Lord your God shall lay the fear of you and the dread of you upon all the land that you shall tread upon, as he has said unto you. That, my friends, is the end of our Torah portion for this week. Akeb, on the heels of, all about blessing for obedience and warning for not, warning for forgetting about God, especially in times of prosperity and the consequences of rebelling against God, but the reward for obedience and walking in his ways and those promises. I hope that this has spoke to your heart this morning and that you have been blessed by all of this. And I prayed in the powerful name of Yeshua, in the powerful name of Jesus. If you're being blessed by this work and you are willing and able to support it, you can do that by going to scriptureandprophecy.com. At the top, there is a tab that says support, and you can become a monthly Patreon subscriber, which is very helpful. Or there's one-time PayPal or snail mail post office box. Or you can pick up a copy of the book, which will be a blessing to you. The End of Days, a 30-day devotional. And as always, your prayers are always needed and coveted. Thank you for listening. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.